coaching can help you gain deeper understanding of challenges that may be holding you back. You may not realize that there are others who may be successful and operating successful businesses who share some of the same challenges that you are facing. Welcome to Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. Our program will look into the individuals and their challenges and show how the coaching process may be what they need to find the root causes of these challenges within themselves and learn to work through these challenges in order to find success. Now, here's your host, Ronald Graves. Hello. Welcome to Coaching for Real, brought to you by OEMA Leadership Institute, a show that brings you real people, real challenges, and real breakthrough. Again, I'm your host, Ronald Graves, and today I want to talk to you about leadership. As a certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and a student of Dr. Maxwell's for over 20 years now, I'm licensed to teach from several of John's books, including The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, otherwise known as the Maxwell Philosophy. I've taken material from this best-selling book, combined it with John's personal teachings, lessons from John Maxwell team, Vice President Scott Fay, and insights from my own leadership journey to produce a series of 38 individual blogs. You wanna stay tuned because I'm going to present the first four of the 21 laws, beginning with the law of the lid. Plus, I'll reveal how you can receive the entire collection of these blogs. Now at this point in the show, I usually introduce my guests by reading their bio. I recently realized that during the time that Coaching for Real has been on the air, I've never talked about my bio. So I'm gonna take this opportunity now to tell you a little bit about myself. I have over 35 years of experience in business consulting with more than 20 of those years being in leadership positions. My background is in organizational performance improvement. I've consulted for organizations in healthcare, manufacturing, staffing, food processing, logistics, construction, transportation, and food service. I've also worked with many employers in the public sector, including cities, counties, and school districts. I've spent the past eight years building on my own expertise through the study of business innovation and creativity as well as human performance improvement. My consulting practice now operates from the intersection of these three distinct but interrelated disciplines. My experience enables me to combine the skills of teacher, trainer, manager, leader, consultant, mentor, and most importantly, coach. I have the distinction of being an executive coach and leadership expert in combination with my experience in organizational performance improvement. This places me in a unique position, allowing me to see deep inside the leaders, as well as the systems and processes that make up virtually any organization. I believe that within the DNA of every leader and every organization lies a masterpiece, a poema. This belief forms the core of my consulting and coaching and fuels my passion for helping business leaders achieve greatness for themselves, their teams, and for their organizations. That's why I bring you this show every week. Coaching for Real is about real people with real challenges, 
finding real breakthrough. This show is on the Voice America Business Channel to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. Now, this week's quote is actually a title of today's show, and it reads, You were not created to play small. Discover the greatness that lies within your leadership DNA. And that leads us right into blog number one, The Law of the Lid, which states, Leadership ability determines a person's level of effectiveness. Leadership ability is the lid that determines your level of effectiveness. Most people strive to be efficient. There's nothing wrong with that. However, I hope you also strive to be effective. How well you lead determines how successful you are. You're only going to be as successful as your ability to lead. Picture for the, just a minute an elevator in a 50-story building under construction that only has floors 1 through 20 completed. It doesn't matter how many times you get on the elevator, you can't travel any higher than the 20th floor. You can ride the elevator on different days of the week. One person or 10 people can ride the elevator. The CEO, the human resources director, or even the mailroom clerk can ride the elevator. Regardless of the strategy, no one is traveling on that elevator above the 20th floor until more construction is completed. You see, there's never been an organization that has passed its leadership ability, in other words, the 20th floor, and gone on to greater success. It's impossible. It's never going to happen to you or to your company. Your organization will follow its leadership skills. A low lid produces low potential, while a high lid produces high potential. If your leadership lid is an eight, your effectiveness can be no greater than a seven. If your leadership lid is a four, your effectiveness can be no greater than a three. If you want to travel, the higher you want to travel, the more you need leadership. The greater impact you want to make, the greater your influence needs to be. Your accomplishments are directly affected by your ability to lead others, which is tied directly to your leadership lid. Now you can achieve success without leadership, but your success will be very limited. Here's why. Your level of effectiveness can be represented as the product of your dedication to success and your leadership ability. Let's say that your success is an eight and your current leadership is a two. When you multiply those numbers together, your effectiveness is 16, eight times two. Now you can increase your effectiveness by increasing your dedication, the eight. By working extremely hard, you may be able to move from an eight to a 10, which will raise your effectiveness from 16 to 20, 10 times two resulting in a 25% increase, which sounds pretty good. I think most of us would like to get a 25% increase in just about anything in the way of business. However, the law of diminishing returns says that the effort needed to increase the last two points 
can take more energy than it did to achieve the first eight. So ask yourself, is the return really worth that effort? The good news is that you have a second option. You can rechannel that hard work into increasing your level of leadership. By becoming a real student of leadership, you may be able to even triple your score, let's say from a two to a six, which will raise your effectiveness now from a 16 to a 48, which is your original eight times your new leadership level of six, resulting in a 200% increase. Now you've gone from a 25% ROE, return on effort, to a 200% ROE using the same amount of effort, using that hard work and channeling that instead to leadership. Leadership ability is a lid that applies to your organization's effectiveness. If your leadership is strong, your organization's lid is high. The reverse is also true. You can look all around you and see smart, talented, successful people whose effectiveness can only go so far because of the limitations on their leadership. That's one reason organizations look to new leadership in times of trouble. No matter how hard it tries, an organization cannot rise above its leadership. If you desire to be successful, the very first place to start is in the area of your leadership. In order to lead others to a place of success and significance, you need to have those results in your own life as well. To reach the highest level of leadership effectiveness, you have to find a way to raise your lid. The good news is that you can learn to lead. That's why I created the blog series I'm covering in today's episode. I wanna provide you with the knowledge to develop your leadership and help you advance your future and improve your organization. In order to do that, you need to raise your lid one step at a time. If you get a handle on this law, you will see incredible results and an incredible impact of leadership in every area of your life. You'll truly begin to live into your potential, your masterpiece. This is the law of the lid. Now the next law, the law of influence, is actually broken down into two blocks. I'll discuss part one now, before our first break, and then I'll resume with part two after the break. The law of influence states that the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Now, if you've ever read any of John Maxwell's 80 plus books, you'll see this statement throughout all of his writings. It's simple, it's straightforward, and it's very true. Leadership is influence, not position, not title, not rank and serial number, nor the car, kind of car you drive, not the house you live in, and definitely not the size of your investment portfolio. Too many people make leadership complex. So let's reduce it down. Simply stated, if you lead people, you influence people. If you have no influence over people, it's impossible to lead them. If you put a group of history's greatest leaders in the lineup, would you be able to identify who are the best leaders? What if Mother Teresa was in that lineup and you had never heard of her? 
would you pick her out as the most influential leader in the group? Chances are you would probably question why that frail little woman woman was allowed in the lineup in the first place. Now, while other vocational leaders at the Catholic Church were declining, Mother Teresa's Ministries of Charity was growing rapidly. Under her direction, her followers served in 25 countries and five continents. When Mother Teresa spoke to an audience, large or small, powerful or ordinary, religious or non-religious, people listened, even if they vehemently disagreed with her. When the real leader speaks, people listen. So let me ask you, who have been the greatest influencers in your life? If you were to make a list, how many of those individuals did not have a title or a position with you? You see, many of the influencers in our lives did not have that influence because of a position or a title. They influenced us because, guess what? They added value to us. Who has spoken truth into your life? That's important to think about because we oftentimes have the most influence on someone when we have the least amount of responsibility toward them. You see, leadership is highly relational. The foundation for all leadership is relationships. People won't go along with you if they can't get along with you. So how do we gain this influence? How do we learn this? How do we develop influence on the lives of others? You do this by intentionally adding value to them. Every morning ask yourself, who am I going to add value to today? Look at the people you're planning to see today. Look at the things you're going to do. Ask yourself, where is it that I can add value to that situation? Who is it that I can add value to? And as you go through your day, look for your moments and then intentionally do things that increase their value and their potential for success. It won't be long before they will recognize you as a person who, that when you come into their life, things get better. Nothing better than other people getting better when you're there with them. As you add value to others, you begin to increase your influence over them. You are seen as someone who appreciates others, not depreciates them. You become attractive to others. You'll become an influencer. Now you are a leader and you can influence others. I want to restate this week's quote. You were not created to play small. Discover the greatness that lies within your leadership DNA. Now this concludes part one of the law of influence. After the break, we will discuss part two, where we will study five myths about leadership and review some of the factors that separate true leaders, those with influence, from those who simply have leadership titles, those with no influence. But before the break, I wanna get personal and ask you some questions. How are you addressing that big challenge that's staring you in the face, that mountain that's standing in your way? How many different strategies have you tried with little or no success? What if you could see that obstacle, that roadblock, that seemingly immovable object 
from an entirely new perspective, from a level of consciousness that you never realized you could reach. What if you could see your challenges from the mountaintop rather than from the valley? Do you believe that you have truly reached your full potential as a leader? Are you truly living into your greatness? Are you even aware of how great you can become? How important would it be for you to become more aware of your potential in building, leading, and directing your company? For just a moment, imagine a relationship focused entirely on your potential, not your performance. My why, my personal why, is to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. As the host of Coaching for Real, I'm here for you, so you can reach out to me anytime. My email address is ronald at ronaldgraves.com. That's ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, we're getting close to our first break, so stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. When we do get back, I will conclude and cover part two of the Law of Influence. You're coaching for real on the voiceamerica.com business channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is Coaching, a designed alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness, waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Welcome back. 
We're discussing some of my favorite blogs based on the best-selling book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by Dr. John C. Maxwell. At the beginning of this broadcast, I mentioned that I would reveal how you can obtain the entire series of 38 blogs. Now, these blogs are an added bonus when you order my Nuggets of Leadership MP3 series, which is absolutely free. Simply click on the Nuggets banner at the top of the Coaching for Real show page, which actually you can do right now while you're listening to this show, if you prefer. Then place your order, and you will not only receive a link to download the Nuggets of Leadership program, but you'll receive a new 21 Laws blog every week in your email inbox. Once again, all of this is absolutely free to anyone listening to this program. Okay, before the break, we discussed part one of the law of influence, which states that the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So I'm going to continue now with part two. I'll start by revealing the five myths about leadership. Myth number one, the management myth. Many people think that management and leadership are synonymous. Managers is about systems and processes, but leadership is about people. They are both important. Actually, I've heard it said that managers get people to do things they don't want to do, while leaders inspire people to do things they never imagined possible. Myth number two, the entrepreneur myth. It says that entrepreneurs are good at seeing opportunities and going after them before others do, which is true. However, this does not automatically qualify entrepreneurs as leaders. If they're not skilled at the people part of the equation, they won't be able to influence anyone. Myth number three, the knowledge myth. Many people assume that those who possess superior knowledge and intelligence are automatically leaders. I'm here to tell you, neither IQ nor education necessarily equates to leadership. Myth number four, the pioneer myth. Just because someone is out in front of the crowd does not make them a leader. Leadership is not just about being out in front but rather about people intentionally coming along beside the leader, following their lead, and acting upon their vision. Running ahead of the rest of your team just to be the the first to cross the finish line does not make you a leader. And myth number five, the position myth, my favorite. The greatest misconception about leadership is that it's tied to a position or a title. There are numerous individuals that have impressive titles but lack the ability to bring anyone along with them. According to Stanley Huffley, it's not the position that makes the leader, it's the leader that makes the position. When it comes to identifying a true leader, you could ignore their story. You can ignore their credentials and even their title. The real proof proof is in their influence from those who are honored to follow them. You can look at just about any situation in life recognize those who are leading and those who are following. Just look at any group. It's obvious you can pick out the leader in that group and everybody else who is just listening or following that leader. You'll notice that often position and title have really little to do with who's actually in charge. Several factors determine why some emerge as leaders 
while others have no influence no matter how hard they try. First of all is character. Who you are, people can see the depth of your character being bigger on the inside than you are on the outside. Relationships, who you know. Leadership requires the development of relationships. Every good thing that's come into your life has come in the form of another person. If you want good things to come into your life, you need to develop meaningful relationships with others. Knowledge, well, you know. Knowledge alone won't make you a leader, but it is a necessary ingredient. No one can become a leader without knowledge. Information is vital to be a leader. Intuition, what you feel. Leadership demands the ability to deal with numerous intangibles. We all have intuition. Intuition comes to you in your area of expertise, your strength zone. Experience, where you've been. What have you been doing over the past week, the past month, or the past year? How is that different from what you did the year before, last year? Are you really gaining experience, wisdom, or insight? Do you have the discipline to take that which you are experiencing and turn it into learning? Past success, what you've done. Nothing speaks to followers like a good track record. Success is the thing that gives you credibility. The way to earn the right to speak truth into other people's lives. And ability, what you can do. Don't underestimate the importance of ability, getting good at something. What are you best at? How do you become best at it? Who can you best serve with it? Followers want to know that they can, you can lead them to victory. I'll conclude this session with a leadership proverb that reads, he who thinks he leads but has no followers is only taking a walk. This concludes our study of the law of influence. Let's move on to the next law, the law of process, law number three. As I begin this law, I'm reminded of a saying that leadership has three stages. We learn it, we live it, and then we lead others to it. I can truly say that during my more than 20 years as a leader, learning it was exhilarating, living it was deeply rewarding, but leading others to it is, in my opinion, the ultimate experience. The law of process states that leadership develops daily, not in a day. Leadership is about like investing in the stock market. If you hope to make a fortune in a day, you'll be very disappointed and very broke. We've had some great investment experts on coaching for real, but not one of them has brought us a get risk quick scheme. Leadership and investing is built daily over the long haul. To lead well takes a long time. Leadership is an exciting and a complex journey. There's just not one thing that makes you a leader. You have to learn, Grow, apply, adjust, and then readjust. It's a process. The sad fact is that many people are unwilling to do the process and to take the journey required to become a good leader. Too many leaders want to be microwaved. They want to be put in the microwave, punch a couple of numbers, come out as a leader. They only want to read one book, attend one conference, or take one crash course. 
Shortcuts don't pay off in the long run. You don't want a microwave. You want to get into the leadership crock pot. You want to marinate and simmer. You want to allow time to bring out the sweet flavors of who you are, who you can be, and what your real potential is. The secret to your leadership success can be found by your daily agenda. By continuing to invest in your personal development, your leadership assets will build over time. Your daily event agenda reveals a lot. Priorities, passion, abilities, relationships, attitude, discipline, vision, influence. What you do each day reflects who you are and what you will become. Now, don't get hung up on the false premise that leaders are born. The ability to lead is formed over time through the acquisition of skills, nearly all of which can be learned and improved. Most of these are not skills we're born with. They include respect, experience, emotional strength, people skills, discipline, vision, momentum, timing, and many more. Many of these skills are intangible, requiring time to mature just like a stock purchase or a fine bottle of wine. According to Warren Bennis and Bert Nannis, it is the capacity to develop and improve their skills that distinguishes leaders from followers. Successful leaders are constantly learning, a process that requires daily self-discipline and perseverance. The problem is that most people overestimate the value of events that occur daily and underestimate the value of sticking to the process. While events are an important part of our lives, we can easily let them get out of control on our daily agenda and sidetrack our leadership journey. So what does leadership growth look like? While it might be slightly different for each of you, it should include the following phrases. Phase one, I don't know what I don't know. Many people don't believe that they're leaders. They have no idea of the opportunities they're passing up when they don't learn to lead. I meet people all the time who think that they can't lead until they have a leadership title or a leadership position. I tell them it's entirely possible to lead from any place in your organization. You don't even need to have direct reports to lead. As long as you don't know what you don't know, you aren't going to grow. Phase two, I know what I need to know. I know that I need to know. Many people find themselves placed in a leadership position to realize, oh my goodness, I need to learn how to lead. Being put in charge is not the same as being a leader. If you wait until you have a leadership position to learn how to lead, you're going to already be behind. The time to learn to lead is now. So when that big opportunity comes, you're prepared to assume the responsibility of leadership. Phase three, I know what I don't know. There should come a moment in every aspiring leader's journey when they realize that leadership is a key to a successful career. So what is your plan for personal growth? If you don't have one, then following my blog series is a great first step. Now, if you do have a plan, this series will enhance your leadership journey of personal growth. Phase number four, I know and grow and it starts to show. When you recognize that your lack of leadership skill and make the choice to begin a daily discipline of personal growth, exciting things begin to happen for you. Attend seminars on leadership. Surround yourself with successful leaders. 
study their habits, and ask them questions. Over the years, you will develop a competence that will make you a very effective leader. Phase five, the final phase. I simply go because of what I know. Now, when you reach phase five, you move from consciously thinking about every move to leading automatically. You develop great instincts that produce incredible results. Others will begin asking you to teach them about leadership. You're now at the stage where you can lead others in their leadership journey. So there's an old saying, champions don't become champions in the ring. They are merely recognized there. If you want to see how someone became a champion, study their daily routine. Cheating on your daily preparation will show up in the ring. If you desire to become a successful leader and enter the ring, President Teddy Roosevelt summed it up beautifully in one of his famous quotes. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of the deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again, who knows the great euthanisms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of his high achievements, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Powerful statement. Again, leadership is developed daily, not in a day. Benjamin Disraeli asserted, the secret of success in life is for a man to be ready for his time when it comes. Success can be defined as preparation intersecting with opportunity. Some call it luck, but I prefer to call it intention. If you're not prepared for an opportunity when it comes your way, it will pass right on by until it finds someone who is prepared. If you intentionally prepare for leadership, you will recognize an opportunity that will be invisible to most everybody else. If you're willing to go through the process, anything can work for you. Without the process, nothing works. So question, the question you need to ask yourself is, am I willing to go through the process? As I close this discussion on the law of process, I'm reminded of the statement that everything worthwhile is uphill. The greater the reward, the steeper the climb. Scaling a mountain is like a process, taking one step at a time, checking your footing, and then taking the next step. If you take the time to go through the process, the summit is breathtaking. And before we move on to law number four, the law of navigation, if you choose to subscribe to my 21 Laws blogs, you'll find that there are some laws that you're really good at and some that you're not very good at. In fact, you may question why some of these laws are even important enough to become laws. That's perfectly okay. No one is good at all of the laws. I don't care who you are. Even John Maxwell, the author of these 21 laws and the most published leadership author of all time, admits that there are some laws he's not particularly good at. The key is to find your strengths and play to them. You'll discover how to address your weaknesses later in that blog series when we study the law of the inner circle.
Now, we have a couple of minutes left before our next break. So let's continue with law number four, the law of navigation, which states anyone can steer the ship, but it takes a leader to chart the course. Let me repeat that. Anyone can steer the ship, but it takes a leader to chart the course. I love that statement. It paints such a vivid picture. Visualize a ship with its sails wide open, floating on the ocean all by itself. Who would you rather have in charge of that ship? Someone who is merely steering it or someone who has charted the course? You see, some of those around us are just not big picture people. They're good at standing behind the wheel and they can see the destination, but they don't really understand the process, the preparation behind where they wanna go. And more importantly, where they wanna take you. Navigators see the trip ahead. It's not just about seeing what's ahead, but seeing it in relationship to the desired outcome. We know people who are always staring out the window, but they're not seeing things as they really relate to what they want. Leaders who navigate do more than simply control the direction in which their team travels. They see the whole trip in their minds before embarking on the journey. They have a vision for getting to the destination. They understand what it will take to get there. They know who they need to be on the team to be successful. They recognize obstacles long before they appear. Leroy Eames writes, a leader is one who sees more than others see, who sees farther than others see, and who sees before others do. Not only do navigators see what's ahead, but navigators draw on past experience. Most people who claim to have 20 years of experience really have just one year of experience repeated 20 times. Very few people know how to take their experience and build on it. A navigator draws on their past experience. Okay, we've come to our final break. When we come back, I'll can you continue with the law of navigation. So you're listening to Coaching for Real on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is coaching, a designed alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness. Waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. 
from the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. This is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Welcome back. We're discussing some of my favorite blogs based on the best-selling book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by Dr. John C. Maxwell. For those of you who may have missed it, when I revealed earlier how you can obtain the entire series of these 38 blogs, let me repeat it now. These blogs are an added bonus when you order my Nuggets of Leadership MP3 series, which is absolutely free. Simply click on the Nuggets banner at the top of the Coaching for Real show page. If you want to do it right now while you're listening to this show, you may go ahead. Then place your order, and you will not only receive a link to download my Nuggets of Leadership program, but you will also receive a new 21 Laws blog every week in your email inbox. Once again, all of this is absolutely free to anyone listening to this program. Okay, when we broke for commercials, I had just begun talking about law number four, which states, anyone can steer the ship, but it takes a leader to chart the course. So what are you doing about to gain experience? Are you reading? Are you studying? Are you leading? Are you listening to CDs or podcasts? Are you attending webinars, classes, or seminars? Are you giving back? Are you writing? Are you creating? Are you coaching, mentoring, or teaching? Are you helping people make better decisions? See, it's not just about experience. It's about experience with reflection. The larger the organization, the more clearly the leader has to be able to see ahead. Mid-course corrections are more difficult in large organizations. This is evidenced by the Titanic disaster. The crew could not see far enough ahead to avoid the iceberg, and then they could not maneuver quickly enough to avoid the object once they knew it was there because of the sheer size of the ship. We can see people with talent or great experience who come from the right background, but none of that matters when they get stuck. A good leader must be able to be very good at the law of navigation, or at least to be able to recruit somebody who is. Good leaders are keenly aware that others are depending on them to chart a good course. The law of navigation is all about the fact that there are people that we can bring around us who can help us day by day. It's about a step-by-step process. It's all about planning ahead. It's about doing the right thing today so you can get to the right destination tomorrow. Before taking their people on a journey, good leaders go through a detailed process of preparation to ensure the best chance of success. Navigators examine the conditions before making commitments. How many times have we heard somebody say, we've tried that before, it'll never work. I have two answers for that. Number one, when you tried it before, it wasn't now. It was a different day, a different time. My second answer, when you tried it before, it wasn't with me. As a navigator, if I see something that I really believe in and I'm examining the conditions before making my commitment and you tell me you've tried it before and it won't work, I don't care. Both success and failure 
can be a valuable source of information and wisdom. Success teaches you what you're capable of achieving and instills confidence. Be careful, however, because your successes can lead to overconfidence, a trap you cannot afford to fall into. On the other hand, your failures can teach even greater lessons if you allow them to. Failures are a critical component of success. They can reveal incorrect assumptions, character flaws, errors in judgment, and poor working methods. Instead of covering them up, you need to embrace them as necessary steps along the journey and learn from them. Because if, you're fa- if you fail to learn from your mistakes, you are sure to repeat them over and over again. Good leaders reflect and lean, learn from their experiences. Reflective thinking gives you true perspective. Reflective thinking gives you emotional integrity to your thought life. Reflective thinking increases your confidence in decision-making. Reflective thinking clarifies the big picture. And reflective thinking takes a good experience and makes it a valuable experience. A good leader does not plan a course of action without paying close attention to current condition. Good navigators count on the cost before making commitments for themselves and for others. Navigators listen to what others have to say. However, before listening to what others have to say, make sure you're listening to the right people. Make sure the people you're listening to can truly provide you with insight. Make sure they're getting the results in their lives that you want in your life. Navigators listen to people, but they're careful to listen to the right people. No matter how much you learn from the past, they will never tell you all that you need to know for the present. Even the great leaders do not have all the answers. Top-notch navigators gather information from many sources. They listen to members of their team. They talk to others in the organization. And they spend time with leaders outside the organization who can mentor or coach them. You must have faith that you can take your people all the way. If you don't feel confident about the trip in your mind, you won't be able to take it in the real world. You have to be able to see the facts realistically. If you don't have your eyes wide open, guess what? You'll get blindsided. Self-deception will sabotage your vision. So you need to balance optimism with realism, intuition with planning, and faith but fact. That's difficult, but it's very critical. So the big question is, what do you really want? Do you find yourself from time to time sliding into what people, other people want, what they expect, or what has become the norm? It's easy to fall into that mindset simply by osmosis. A good navigator sees the trip ahead and relates it to what they really want, and then they focus. A good leader remains focused. So what is your calling? Know your calling so that when you look ahead, you know what you're looking out for. It's amazing what you can see when you know what you're looking for. Also, it's amazing to see what it's amazing what you can hear when you know what to listen for. If you are really grounded in your calling, you really know what you want. You've set your sights on the highest mountain you can see and you have a very specific goal or outcome. Make it as real as you can and you will become a better navigator because you clearly see the trip ahead. 
John's leadership strategy simply reads, predetermine a course of action, lay out your goals, adjust your priorities, notify key personnel, allow time for acceptance, head into action, expect problems, always point to success, and daily review your plan. The first letters in those nine statements spells out the words plan ahead. The best leaders not only lead well, but they manage well. There are some very good managers who do quite well, who lead quite well, and there's some good leaders who manage quite well. I've heard it said that managers manage work while leaders lead people. The law of navigation is the closest thing there is to management leadership. It says that if you don't take care of today correctly, you'll never be successful in the long run. The things you do today will shape tomorrow. It's about working with your team to make sure that you get the desired results together. Navigators make sure that their conclusions represent faith and fact. Navigating is about forging ahead. The great leaders are like the quarterback on a football team. They don't have to run the ball on every play. They get paid to know who to get the ball to in order to ensure the greatest potential gain on any given play. That vision needs to be bigger than life, bigger than you are. Without vision, people perish. Vision requires faith. Vision requires fact. The secret to land navigation is preparation. In the end, it's not the size of the project that determines its success. It's the size of the leader. Anyone can steer a ship, but it takes a leader to chart the course. Leaders who are good navigators are capable of taking their people almost anywhere. Of all the 21 laws, this is probably the one law that requires the most big picture thinking. I believe the statement, you can't move forward when you're looking backward is vitally important to every leader. Lessons learned from the past shape the present. However, unless you do something to change the course, you will lead your people into what's known as the default future. The default future can be defined as where your team will be headed if no one changes the course. Followers are looking to their leaders, they're looking to you to see far ahead and replace the default future with a new future. They want you to navigate the course and show them the way. Once you do that, your team and your organization can live in the future rather than living out of the past. This is a law of navigation. It's been my pleasure to bring you the laws one through four of the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. You can receive all 21 laws again by subscribing to my weekly blog series simply by clicking on the Nuggets of Leadership banner at the top of the Coaching for Real show page. All of this is absolutely free. If you haven't already done it, you can do it now. We have a few minutes left in the show, so I'm going to switch the topic now from leadership to coaching. If you were to interview some of today's most successful leaders, you would find that every one of them had mentors along the way that were critical to their success. And many of them would tell you that they have a coach to help them take their leadership to the next level. So let me ask you a question. Who do you believe a coach is? What do you believe a coach does? There may be as many different answers to those two questions as there are listeners right now. You might know someone who is a coach. You might have your own coach. Or you might know someone who has their own coach. 
The word coach is used to describe a number of different people. There are sports coaches, life coaches, business coaches, performance coaches, health coaches, and many more. Why do they do what they call coaching instead of, say, teaching or training or leading or consulting or even mentoring? What do these people all have in common? See, beginning very early in life, we're taught that everything we need to learn can be found outside of ourselves, such as from our parents, our grandparents or other relatives, our teachers, our friends, our travels, and from places like books, videos, television, and radio. And then later in life, we learn from the classroom, the internet, blogs, podcasts, seminars, workshops, conferences, and so forth. We learn from people who fill the role of teacher, author, trainer, manager, leader, consultant, mentor, and so on. And that's all good, because everybody should be learning and growing every day. And there's an unlimited amount of knowledge to be found all around us. But for the challenges you're currently facing in your life and in your business, there is one source of answers other than God that is far superior to what could be found in the world of knowledge, and that source is you. Let's go back to today's show title, which states, you were not created to play small. Discover the greatness that lies within your leadership DNA. Understand that you were created to be great. There is a masterpiece, a poema within your DNA that is just waiting to be discovered and unleashed. And that, that is what coaching is all about. Unlike teachers, consultants, managers, and mentors, who are very important, all of them, a coach enables you to see and develop a greater sense of self-awareness so you can see your challenges from an entirely new perspective and then draw upon your internal greatness, which you all have, to reach the next level. Coaches did not bring you the answers because they know that the best answers lie within you. So let me put earlier what I said in my show. My why is to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. I'm here for you. So reach out to me at Ronald Graves, Ronald at RonaldGraves.com. That's Ronald at RonaldGraves.com. In addition, send me your comments, questions, anything else that may be on your mind. I even welcome criticism and suggestions for improvement. This show is about you. So I want to hear from you, the positive and the constructive, so I can make your experience even better. It's been my sincere pleasure to add value to you through Coaching for Real. May the Lord bless you and keep you until we meet again. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Coaching for Real today. Be sure to join Ronald Graves again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again very soon.